AOE Yo Simo Big Simo Yo DD where you at ba Hey fool You know And they said they couldn't do it They said we couldn't do it They said she couldn't do it God damn it we tried. We tried. We damn sure tried. We tried to do it without you, but we can't. Hey, yo, Blair. Yes. <laughs> I want to let you know something, girl. I'm glad I did not pull out that night and you came into this world. I'm so glad I did not. I'm glad you're here because you know why? We can't do it without you. The podcast wouldn't make it. You're an eight-year-old phenom. This about to be your fifth episode this week. Be cooking in this bitch. They said we couldn't do it. I mean, court. Uh, here we are again. Yeah. It's it's crazy to imagine, for those of y'all who watching this shit, that all of the podcast episodes you've watched in your past, your favorite ones, Courtney was right upstairs the whole time. I was. Hearing the shit through the floor. Yes. Wishing they would shut up. Who knew? <laughs> who fucking knew? Thought that you know the podcast was never gonna uh, get the grace to see your face, but look at us now. I know. Like what a difference a day makes. Over three years, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> However many fuck three years, yeah. I was up there with baby babies, trying to get sleep. Yeah. I'm laying there with India. She's an infant. And Amy's over here on the other side of the bed, and I'm like, okay, finally, they're sleeping on. Did you miss me? God damn, that's what you heard. We took them around the world. We was taking them around the world. Some of y'all favorite episodes. I mean, normally we don't ask for stuff, but, um, you know, we definitely want to ask everybody in the, in the comments below. First of all, like this bitch. You watching it right now. Like this bitch. Like the fucking episode. And I'm going to talk to somebody who's going to dislike this video because I know somebody's going to do it. Yeah. I, I want to talk to the people who are going to dislike it. And who've disliked videos in the past. You keep coming back here to dislike the video. Let me tell you what you can do. You can eat a, a bag full of dead dog dicks. You video hating son of a bitch. Because I can't get you in the comments. But bitch I got you in the video. Whore. <laughs> so Let me tell you what your mom is. A civil rights whore. Guess what she was getting fucked by. Ralph Abernathy. Jesse Jackson. And Dr. King bitch. Yep. When they took a break in Selma. Guess what they went to your mama house. To your grandmama house. And guess what your granddaddy was doing the whole time? Holding legs back, bitch. Because he ain't shit either. Your whole family ain't shit. You disliking video, motherfuckers. <laughs> Had to get that off. And hate and comment. Hey, ass. You know, I just <laughs> think, you know, they stole me the progress of the black community. Man, fuck you, fam. Somebody asked you what the fuck you thought about this. Somebody called me ugly. They said, she not fine. She not, she, she 90s cute. She 90s cute. <laughs> I was like, what does that even Bitch, mean? You in the 90s with your washed up ass. <laughs> Baby feet uh, <clears throat> avatar. Yeah. Your ugly ass out. Anybody <laughs> ask you about that? Motherfucker would love to tell you, parent advice. You know, I just think, you know, them as a, a black family need to spend more time. Hey, bitch. It's our motherfucking lives. We the stars of this goddamn show. We the stars of our fucking life. We the star of our movie, of life. You the star of your fucking move. We doing what the fuck we want to do, and we living life how we want to live it. Ain't we're that right? Good parents. And we good parents. 
regardless of what y'all think about the incident that occurred when the goddamn Sutter Home got brought in this bitch. First of all, adults don't need to drink Sutter Homes. Kids definitely don't need to have Sutter Homes in their fucking uh, system. You know, for those of you who did not see episode, was that 80? Yeah. Episode 80, in which case, um, at the end of the episode, uh, as you will find out, someone got a hold of adult drink, as it was called. Uh, we was knee deep in the middle of a great story. You got to go back and check that one out. Um, this motherfucker, I, I don't know. I didn't believe it, but you know it. It didn't happen. For those of you thinking the CPS gonna get us, but no, it didn't happen. The, 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 but if the it did, on still, you know, you can hear the when it first opens. That's what it was yeah. open. So everybody talking about the like baby drunk, the baby CPS. fucked up. <laughs> that sort of home got drunk by somebody that was of age, bitch. Right. Anywho, so um, you know, uh, it, here's the thing. So the other day we decided to take a family trip. We had such a good time on that episode. I felt so invigorated. I felt like I wanted to to do something with my family and share something that we've been wanting to do for a long time. And uh, I took them to a karate class. Now, if you, those of y'all that don't know, reason why my anger issues be so kind of out off key sometimes people don't know i'm a second degree black belt in taekwondo and i used to go to karate tournaments and whoop people ass but that should mean that you're you have that in control no nah, see i ain't been doing my karate haven't get my meditation on you know what i'm saying and haven't been you know sitting in jumbi you know what i'm saying ready to to meditate and get my shit together because that's what they used to have to do is meditate i've been off my shit you know what I'm saying? I just been all out here living my life the way I should be. Mm. But we're getting back to my discipline. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a karate man, and karate men bleed on the inside. Y'all don't even know what movie they come from because y'all not even real karate men. But uh, yeah, so I took took the family to karate lessons. Yeah. Started off because the kids was at swimming lessons. Uh, we definitely want to make sure our kids is water safe. All you fine ass women out here that can't get in the pool with the pool party. Cause you, not because you're here because your bitch ass can't swim. <laughs> I'm sorry. It only take but three feet of water taking you adults about this bitch. <laughs> God damn it, you done drowned in foot uh, water that's shorter than you. You should be ashamed of your goddamn self. You, If you are an adult and you drown in five feet of water, <laughs> bitch, you deserve to die. You deserve to die. And I don't feel sorry for uh, motherfucking, um, tell you who else I don't feel sorry for. Uh, goddamn Ray Charles' uh, brother. Who drowned in that pail of water in the front yard? I don't feel sorry. Motherfucker, it was a pail of water. It was a pail. Stand up, nigga. He couldn't. He he didn't know. He didn't know how to. He didn't. Bitch, he was too small. Too small. My ass. He wasn't taller than that. He was taller than that pail of water. Should have stood his ass up. And his mama ain't shit either. Hey, stand up when you fall in water. Hey, I, somebody got to say it. It was a pail. Well, first of all, that were, bitch had a rough life. Let's start with that. Right. That bitch had a rough life. I feel bad for her. Can you imagine that though? Like you, your two kids, your first kid. Go ahead. Your first kid dies in a pail. <laughs> that goddamn pail took his ass up out of here. Goddamn, Courtney, you ain't shit. Ah, oh, that goddamn, your first kid died in a pail of water. And then your second kid, some random, something struck and then he's blind. Just out of nowhere. Like, this is... This, out of nowhere. His who the fuck? Man, just, just out. Now, Ray, things gonna be rough on you. Don't let nobody make you a cripple. 
And then she sent him off on a bus. On a bus. How much money did he have? A dollar fifty. It's a dollar fifty. As a little black boy here, right? I want you to go out there. I'm gonna give you a dollar fifty. Can you imagine what that shit? You do for a dollar fifty. <laughs> got to do it a dollar fifty. She fucked over that nigga. Oh, she fucked over him. She said, I don't want to do this shit no more. Like, One I'm, of these motherfuckers drowned. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm motherfucking tired, bitch. Oh. Got up. Hey, man. That, hey, she was trying to get somebody over there to herself back oh, then. I don't man. know how they was doing it. Shit. But she got that nigga up out of here. St. Augustine, right down, like, right down the street from us. Wait, what? St. Augustine. They in Saint, that's where they was grew up at? Yeah. Uh, I, ain't shit in St. Augustine. Ain't shit in St. Augustine now in 2019. I know for damn sure when shit in St. Augustine when Ray Charles was a child. Oh, yeah, nigga. They talking about Ray Charles never saw... You getting right, he ain't see her no more shit. How the fuck she was going to find it, nigga? There was no communication. <laughs> Can you imagine her going to the motherfucking, uh, like, sheriff of the town trying to look for a child? Like, or I trying sent to check the ball him? four years ago. With how much... Well, 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 wait a minute, ma'am. You, you say you send your child off with what? A dollar fifty. Of what, ma'am? A dollar fifty. Hold on one second. Hey, Bobby, we got a nigger lady up here who says she sent off a blind, a blind nigger baby. With how much, ma'am? You say you sent the nigger baby off with? A dollar fifty. <laughs> for for how long did you send the nigger baby off with? For for a week with a dollar fifty. How long was he gone? For four long years. <laughs> that nigga gone. Ain't no nigga. Ain't no paper. Nigga, that bitch. There's no paper. There's no communication. Really? She didn't even know that nigga was on the radio. Nigga, ain't no radio in the St. Augustine. Nigga. It's just static. He's been static on that highway going past St. Augustine, Florida. Ain't shit out there. Yeah. And if you in St. Augustine right now, you need somebody to get over there to you. Give us a call. 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you. Just hold tight. Yeah, we yeah. Somebody get over here. Anyway, that's fucked up. So uh, that's really messed up. That's why that's we got our kids in swimming lessons, though. For sure, they need to know how to swim. They can't be the black girls that sit at the pool that can't swim. That I refuse. Yeah, yeah. So we leaving out of um, swimming lessons, and I see the karate school across the way. I walk over and talk to the guy. And well, no, he in the middle of the kids' swimming lessons because this is the first time he's seen them do the swimming lessons because he's always traveling and out of town. In the middle of their swimming lessons, he looks and he says, because <laughs> they got the glass windows. He says, I'll be right back. And pew, Blair says, where's daddy go? I don't know. He goes across, gets all the information from the guy and comes back. Hey, baby. Guess what we doing in an hour? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we doing in an hour? Karate. That's what the fuck we doing in an hour. We going to goddamn karate because you know what I start thinking about? I start thinking about ain't nobody gonna take advantage of my daughters. They gonna beat somebody ass, the whole family. Then somebody might try and grab you while I'm not around. You better kick their ass. So the whole family whooping ass. And I mean, not that you need some lessons about whooping ass because you don't whooped a lot of ass and the people know that you don't whooped a lot of ass. But just to keep you sharp on your shit in case you have to take down another whole family I need some again. New tactics. Some new tactics. Some new moves. So uh, we go over here to karate class now. Backstory about karate with me, real quick. Oh God! I gotta tell y'all this. Y'all didn't know, man. My daddy was not playing. I told y'all on. Uh, you can go back and see um, 
episode is uh, Grapes of Wrath. You hear about my karate exploits with my daddy and me going to my black belt um, uh, ceremony. Now, what I did not tell y'all was about me tra- changing schools from my black from uh, before I got my black belt. Now, we were in the area of Bear Creek, Houston, Texas, right off of Highway 6, you know, suburban, tip, you know, peak suburban area, middle class area. There was a white karate school, uh, Bear Creek Taekwondo. Uh, dude's still there. Kiosa Nim is his name. Um, so we, um, we, we moved there in that area in Bear Creek. We just moved there from Tennessee. And so I've been taking karate from a karate instructor since I was three at Candy Castle Daycare. Uh, that's the daycare that I went to. And the karate instructor that I was with from the time I was three years old, his name was Terry Hanner. Hanner International. Was that in Houston or was that in Tennessee? That was in Tennessee that, that I started karate. I started karate at Hanner International. Still there today. Terry Hanner is his name. And Mr. Hanner was whooping people's ass and fucking people's mama. That's what Mr. Hanner was doing. He was light-skinned nigga with green eyes. Let me tell you what the nigga looked like. The nigga looked like, uh, uh, what's the nigga name? Jesse Williams. He was like that, but he had like a a, a light curl with a shag in the back. And let me tell you something. He used to wear his karate gi open. driving those 80s women. It's, man, let me tell you something. He was wearing them karate women, them, them 80s women ass out the frame. So he, he wears karate, his karate pants. No draws, just dick going down one side of his pants and shit. And he come in there and he talk, how you doing, sir? Yeah. So I want to get you guys over there in Taekwondo and make sure you know the discipline. <laughs> and so when he talked like that, he was like, you know, I was over in Korea and I trained. He was black talking like that. <laughs> Dropping dick off on them women with green eyes. <laughs> Nigga, Mr. Hanna. Mr. Hanna might have got somebody over there to my mama. I don't know. She loved Mr. Hanna. She loved to take us to karate school. He always would be over there and shit with his. Then he'd come on. If you, when you see, he would come to the daycare. He come in there and train the little ghetto kids and shit and had us doing sparring lessons and shit. And I wanted to be like Bruce Lee. That's what I wanted to do. So he was, you know, training kids all the time. Then if you did good in the class, then he would invite you to his school. Now, his school was a badass school. He got punching bags, adult niggas, like niggas coming out the street, Black Panthers, you know what I'm saying? Guardian Angels, all the like hood niggas going there training for karate. This was like when the 80s when karate was still some cool shit to do. You know, Jim Kelly, real black karate me and shit so that's what we would that's what we would do when we moved to houston i'm changing go to another school my daddy's like look man this is, this is a good karate school get you right right in karate over there we gonna see the dude man he got like a daycare center slash karate program going on and my daddy was like look man we perfect yeah he like perfect <laughs> drop these goddamn kids off you know i'm gonna keep it keep it rolling man, don't get you get your black belt man see that's what i want you to have, have your black belt travel around the world you know Bruce Lee, Jim Kelly, that's a bad motherfucker now. Jim Kelly, a bad motherfucker. Let me tell you something. Jim Kelly Cole. If you don't know who Jim Kelly was, Jim Kelly was one of the real top-notch martial artists that was in actual movies back in the 80s. He was in Enter the Dragon. His major scene was when he was turning. He was like, bullshit, Mr. Hand, man. Suddenly, I want to leave your island. And he just started whooping. But he was fucking two bitches. This is the first time I ever thought and knew that a man was having sex with multiple women at one time. I didn't know this. It's in Enter the Dragon. The scene is the uh, dude that's over the island, Mr. Hand, he brings the women to Jim Kelly's room. And he was like, who would you like for tonight, sir? He said, I'll take you and you. And I'm definitely going to take you. And I'll take you, you, and you. Oh, that's where they got that from Rush Hour. Yeah. The Rush Hour scene. Yeah, that Rush Hour scene all from Jim Kelly. Now, forgive me if I'm a little bit tired, if I missed anybody. 
I've had a long day. Man, and then got somebody over there to them folks. And with the police in that scene. Shout out to Jim Kelly, R.I.P. Now, my daddy was heavy on me getting this black belt. I'm definitely going to try and get this black belt. So I'm in there. Kiosanim, white dude. Got a white wife, but knew his karate a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Did some Texas tournaments and was pretty cool. So we in there learning shit. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to move up. Now, I'm a, I'm a gold belt at the time. Not a yellow belt. Gold belt. Next belt I'm supposed to go to was brown. I get my brown belt. Now, I got to go purple, red, then red belt, which is with a black stripe, which is black belt candidate, then black belt. Cool. Summertime come, my daddy keep asking, when the, when the next training for the, for, the, for the red belt, for the purple belt, so he can get his red belt. That's all my daddy on. The man was like, uh, well, we're going we're gonna to work on uh we're going to work on that. We're going to get him ready for the summertime. Summertime come. We there in training in, in the uh, summer camp program. The man got us playing Nintendo. He ain't doing shit with our karate. My daddy come pick us up. He's like, what you learn today? I said, oh, we played Nintendo today. He said, Nintendo? I thought you were supposed to be training. Get ready to go to Junior Olympics and, and all that stuff. I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah, we played we played, we played played uh, Mario 3 around this bitch in Mario Kart. Your dad said thought she was training for the junior loop. Yeah, he, he, in his mind, him leaving us there all day is like Mr. Miyagi that we training all day nonstop. <laughs> so when he shows up the next day, because he comes the very next day early, he pops in. Because normally he just pull up and blow the horn. They be like, your daddy outside. We leave outside. Me, Joanna, and Brittany, in our, we, we chilling. We playing goddamn Mario Brothers on tag team. Mario Kart. That nigga comes inside. He said, "Hey man, y'all too. Let's go. We we roll out." He's like, "Hey man, I ain't put you in this and spending my money for you to be up here, uh, not doing what you're doing. You need you need to be training to get your black belt. That's what you need to be doing." I said, "All right. Uh, well, what you want me to do about that? Hey, you need to talk to the man. Tell him to get you ready for your black belt. You need to be going to get you get, get your purple belt and then going on." I'm like, "All right." I asked the man. The man told my daddy, "Oh, well, we uh." We're going to have to move training back. We didn't have enough people ready to train for the next belt. So my daddy got mad. Now, that we was due to pay that money. It was like three seventy five for all of us. So my daddy said, fuck that. He just kept us up there for daycare. Then moved us. Didn't tell nobody. Didn't pay the man. And just moved us to another school. He come in my room out early. Get up, man. We're going to your new karate school. I said, well, what's going on? We're going to karate school? It's like, yeah, it's a new karate school. See, all that, that Mickey Mouse shit you've been going to. See, one of my students up there, Nicholas, at my school. He a bad boy. His daddy got him up here to karate school down the street. Now, it's over clo- closer to 290. Uh, 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 United Taekwondo with real, real Chinaman. Now, this is a real Chinaman. Now, mind you, my daddy don't have no distinguishing about nationalities of Asians. He's, for a while, everybody was Chinese. He wasn't giving a fuck. If you were Japanese, you Korean, you just Chinaman. That's what he's saying, a Chinaman. <laughs> he calling people Chinaman. <laughs> now, the Chinaman, the, 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 the Chinaman, that's what you need to be with. I, I knew you need to be with a Chinaman. This they shit. You need to be with a Chinaman. <laughs> Fuck is a Chinaman. I'm trying to figure out what this last dude was doing all day. When y'all got there. He playing Nintendo with us. <laughs> bullshitting, man. He is bullshitting. Bullshitting. Man, I'm just, just bullshitting. Getting paid. All the little white kids, he letting them run around. <laughs> He ain't giving a fuck about no karate and shit. I'm just kicking everybody. Passing out belts. Yeah, he just he no, he stopped passing out the belts because you know he just like he was doing it, then he stopped. He was like, nah, y'all ain't ready yet. But they ain't training nobody oh. playing karate and shit. <laughs> I knew he was on some bullshit when he gonna tell me, see, if you master street fighter a little bit, then you can really see some of the style. Oh. I said, man, this, this white man full of shit. But I wasn't tripping though. We playing Street Fighter. We having right. a good time. Right, we drinking right, Capri Sun. They got 
you know, whenever you go somewhere and they don't give a fuck how much juice you drink, that's when you in heaven. Right. I can have another one. You can have as many as you want. Oh, I'm tearing their ass out the frame with them Capri Sun. <laughs> so we finna switch schools. Chinaman. Go now. This the thing about it. My daddy, he too excited about me getting that black belt cord. My daddy done told this man when I get there. I walk in, I meet the guy, I got my karate outfit on, I ain't got my belt on. Because my daddy told me when I got there, he said, hey man, people look different and leave your belt in the car. You gotta let them see where you at with everything. I said, okay. I'm, I'm 10, I don't give a fuck. My daddy said, leave my belt in the car, let my belt in the car. I got my karate outfit on, no belt. I come in, he's like, yeah, uh, this my son right here, Billy. Now, uh, my, my daughters, they white belts. My son, yeah, my son, he's a he's red belt. I looked around, I was like, what the fuck you talking about is a red belt? Yeah, my son is red belt. Uh, you know, and there's only two more steps after that to go to, to red, you know, red belt, black belt candidate, and he a black belt. The man, the little Asian man, uh, Master Chang is his name. YC Chang, shout out to him. Uh he he he's about five three. Head big than a bitch though. He got a he got a full size adult man head, but his, his little head is flat. His little flat head. He was ah, oh, you red belt. Okay, we work with you. Work with you. Let's go. Let's see what you got. You red belt. Get him red belt out back. We give him red belt today. We train. This how we work in our red belt. Our red belt. We have to master the art of fighting multiple people. Let me tell you something. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I done done some sparring. I'm pretty good. You know what I'm saying. I'm going to little tournaments at the time. But I'm so sparring people. is when you go against each other, right? Yeah, when you fight, they put yeah. you put your pads on. So I, I put the pads on. Yeah. Now these people, let me tell you what they got. I go, I said, you ready to spar? I was like, yeah, let me get my pads out the car. He was like, no, no, no pads, no pad. Full contact, full contact. It's real. I say, look at my daddy. My daddy said, all right, boy, you got him. <laughs> let me tell you something. What happened to me that day? In that class, they got a full militarized operation. First of all. It's three Mexicans in there. A nigga that's got to be 35. It's a 35-year-old in there. It's a full-grown man. Whenever you losing this much hair in the front, mm -hmm. you got to be 35 or older. A white man that's in there, then he look like he all he do is karate because he done gave up on life. And this is it. He live in the gym. He smell like he homeless. So he just training like he uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like he lying hard in this bitch. He got the cut-off karate gi sleeves. His sleeves out like he with Cobra Kai around this bitch. And then it's... Another black dude in there, but he about my age. And I'm like, okay, I'm finna fight the black dude. No, they got me fighting these three Mexicans. These is the most heavy-footed Mexicans I'd have never played with. And I didn't do the the, the, the psychology on it until I got older when I realized the motherfuckers been playing soccer, kicking soccer balls. They mm -hmm. be strong than a bitch. Them, them three Mexicans beat the shit out of me. Oh, this is when I learned how, how how you can hit a Mexican and it ain't finna be over with. Because they finna whoop your ass. They whoop my ass all around that karate school. Then Master Chain got in there and said, now you gonna face me. Whoop my ass some more. That whole day I got my ass whooped. He said, you red belt, right? You just spar again. Fought everybody in that school. I fought a 35-year-old man. I'm 10. A 35-year-old man think he gave a fuck? You're red belt, right? Yeah, I'm just, a, I'm just a brown belt. You got this. Beat my ass in there. Thanks to my daddy. Now, Mr. Chang started kind of catching on that I really wasn't a red belt yet. So, he started making me do the forms for the purple belt, which I didn't know very good, and the brown belt forms. So, I had to start, basically, he trained the fuck out of me to make me earn that red belt. I was a red belt for three years. <laughs> a three-year red belt. 
Yeah, I was a rare belt for three years. This is all German to me. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. You know about now karate no winning in that goddamn karate school now. You seen how that shit went. We going that motherfucker. You goddamn kids, man. The man trying to tell us to bow. How you feel doing karate seeing your whole family be in there? I felt like a dickhead. So, <laughs> first of all, they're like, we're walking in there. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is going to be cool for the girls. Billy is adamant. No, I signed you up. We're going as a family. Oh, okay. He's excited. He's like a 10-year-old. He never gets excited about anything except for, like, production going on stage. Nothing. If I'm like, hey, Billy, this is really cool art museum. He's like, whoo, yeah, art. All right. That's what it is. Paint on a picture. All right. Woo. <laughs> I don't get nothing. We go there. He's the 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 the, uh, the master of the program is like yes so we 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 say when we enter and we say yes ma'am yes sir I ask permission to enter this mat and Billy's like yes sir <laughs> automatically and he's taking off his shoes he's like you can't wear your shoes in there Courtney Mike <laughs> fuck you man so then the girls. They're like, you know, okay, yeah, we want to do that because the other class is going. So we all trickle in. He's giving us a little tour of the, of the space. And we all start taking our shoes off and then, you know, getting ready. And um, it's finally our turn to go on the mat. And so we're just kind of standing there. And, and Billy's going like this, like. And the girls are, you know, they're lining up. And the teacher says, you know, all right, we're going to go into our positions. We have some new people. She introduces us. We're going to run the long way to our positions. So that means that the people who line up here, you have to run around them to go. You can't just like squiggle through to get your position. You have to Man, run around they got around discipline order. You China, Chinamen's got shit in order over here. Yeah. So they, the kids go. They get into their positions. And then they say, and, you, and your name again? Billy, Billy Rails. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, they're like, position, sir. He takes off flying. Pew! Like, <laughs> full. I've, I've not ever seen him run. I've never seen him run. I've only seen him run during basketball games or. Never. So. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, man. So, he runs. And I was like, this nigga is too excited. And like, what's your name? Mrs. Sorrells. Okay, so I kind of, I just fast-paced walks. I'm like, man, I, this nigga just sprinted. I'm feeling stupid already because everybody's in here is like a kid, except there's like this little back row of adults, and it's like a 45, like, she got to be 40, 50. That lady, 50. 50-year-old That lady, lady, it was a 50-year-old. It was somebody auntie in that bitch. Like, she had a crock pot with some, with some, with some beans and some motherfucking... Roast in the oven, nigga. That's how this exactly like she make the tater salad at the goddamn family picnic. Yeah, that's how old she the was. best potato salad. The best. And then there was like an old white guy. Like there was like it was just all old people. So I was like, okay, at least there's some of us, you know. what I'm saying in this class full of kids. So we go around, get in our positions, and they're like, all right, we're gonna start with the daily mantra thing, and they, everybody bows, yes, ma'am, and I'm like. 
I'm trying to like, you know, just go with the flow because I'm like, Billy's really into this right now. So let me just be the supportive wife and just do whatever he wants. Man, I won't worry about this shit. I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm like, yeah, we, cause we, I'm, you know, and I'm, I ain't got my, see, I ain't got my gi on, you know, my belt, my shit hanging up in, in at, at my, at my daddy house oh. with my, with my nunchucks and shit. So I'm, I'm really like the low, on the low niggas don't know I got skills like what I got. But we're going to tell you the answer to that and more when we come back on this episode of Did You Miss Me Podcast. Don't go nowhere. We got to thank some sponsors. We'll be right back right after this. <laughs> First of all, no men don't even use that dick hole. Your drawers got a dick hole on them right now. We don't use them. If you use them, you're a weirdo. I'm going to slap shit at you if I see you put your dick out through the dick hole in your drawers to piss. Fucking weirdo. Get your weird ass out of here, fam. You pull your pants down. Not down too far where your asshole is out. Because that's weird too, you know. I see that. Most of the time it's little slow people that be in the bathroom when you get the, get the game or and they got his asshole out. Oh, he retarded. That motherfucker's retarded. I ain't gotta say nothing to him. He's retarded. Because anytime your pants is right here, your dick is out. You retarded. It's cool. You know how I learned that lesson? My granddaddy told me. I had my pants down. Ass is out. I'm peeing. I'm at church. Granddaddy walks by me in church. He says, hey, boy, might want to tighten up back there for somebody to put a thumb in your asshole. <laughs> your back door is open. Hey, man, your back door is open. I'm seven, my nigga. What the fuck you mean the back door is open? Your back door is open. You might want to put a lock on it. We're going to need you to buy some goddamn merch. That's the first thing we need you to do. Hats, T-shirts. God damn it. Get something. Make sure you go online, buy you some fucking merch so you can rock it out and wear it everywhere. Thank you for coming back. We're back with the Did You Miss Me podcast, best storytelling podcast in the fucking world. It's your boy Billy Sorrells right here. And joining me today, my lovely wife, Coco, Coco Sorrells. What's happening? Uh, I mean, we, we we was in that goddamn karate studio with it as a whole family. Yeah. My kids ain't giving a fuck. I want to let you know what's going on with my not kids. They not giving a fuck about what's going on. Them kids is not giving a shit. Blair into it a little bit. We were tired. It was the end of the day. I know their sleep like their sleep schedule. Around three, four PM they take a quick nap. They take a nap. Around this time is when Billy signed us up all for karate class. Five o'clock, nigga. And this was after swim class, so they're tired. I wear their ass out. They gonna go to sleep. Because I got some three two three I'm trying to pop off and I can't get it popping with these fucking kids and it clearly still didn't pop off, but it's all right though. Anyway, I, kids is, is not giving a fuck. No. BB Indigo, she didn't walked off in the middle of the goddamn class. Everybody in order lined up and shit. She just fucked that shit. She First she sat she down. down, then she went in on a bitch and just laid down and started playing with some nunchucks. And I'm like, nigga, <laughs> nigga, I'm done with this shit. Don't give a fuck. So they line us up and tell us that we got to start. All right now we want you to separate and then we're gonna line up and then we're gonna do breaks and board break practice. We practice breaking boards and shit. These motherfuckers got on pads. I started talking shit. I say they got pads on breaking boards. See, first of all, I was just, I, I'm more like, okay, we they're teaching us like the sounds and stuff. And I'm getting corrected because they're like, okay, she's going fast. She's like, you know, left hand forward, right hand back. And, and I'm like this. <laughs> Ma'am. Uh, um, uh, Sorrells, hand down, fist over. Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's the karate way. Cause me, I'm like, bitch. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm I really fight. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just like, okay, cool. Am I in right formation? Cause this is our first class. We don't know anything. And they're like, okay. And when you step into it, 
you're gonna change feet and then turn around and then you're gonna switch your hand like this and then you're gonna say, Yaw! and I'm like, do I have to make that sound? Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I ain't trying to make that fucking sound. <laughs> like, Eat me while I got my own sound and I got, get <laughs> the fuck out of this shit. It was so. Wait, what, what the fuck is wrong with me making my sound, dog? First of all, we're in line, right? They're going one by one by one. Now, the kids are doing their thing. The kids are trying to break their boards. Mind you, there's a little Indian kid. This little Indian boy, weak as fuck. He hitting his board like this. (laughs) 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 Pretend your hand's the board. He was going like this. Shit was fucking terrible. <laughs> and I'm over here as an adult. Me and Billy were on our knees, you know, bent down, like on the knee position, like bent knee. And I'm looking at, I'm like. Yeah, these kids ain't shit. And Billy was like, what's so, what's so funny? I'm like, because we have to be the adults. We're, we, and we're on, pro, you know, everybody's looking at us because we're the only ones, like, trying got- this stuff out. And I'm like, oh, my God. Look at this kid. So anyway, we're in line. They're calling us one by one. So the people who've already been in the class and have their outfits and everything, they go and they're like, yo, yo, Billy, he goes up, whispers into the dude's ear. And the guy's like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) And Billy says, first of all, let me tell you what's happening. Everybody's going up. They're doing the breaks and they're doing like black belt candidates. You need to break, do your black belt breaks. And so everybody got they, but they got their pads on. Now Master Chang had us breaking bricks, nigga, real bricks from Home Depot. God damn it! I know I done tore ligaments in my hand breaking these bricks and breaking these boards and shit. Ain't no goddamn pads on. Ain't no gloves on, nigga. It's hand. So anyway, everybody's doing the same. Y'all, y'all. He goes, whispers over. The guy's like, "Are you sure?" I'm break because I ain't got no pads on. He's like, yeah, man, just do it this way. I said, no, I'm gonna do this the way it's supposed to. be. No, done. no, no, no. He doesn't just do with no pads because none of us had pads for that. They just had like pads on their feet, whatever. Billy turns around and does like this. And <laughs> <laughs> makes a sound. <laughs> and when I tell you, I was like, oh my god. And everybody's like, yeah. See, right. they, see, they don't they don't got the right sound. It's in your breathing and shit. So they was, yeah. I was right there with <laughs> You hear that? You hear that? That somebody just got knocked the fuck the out. The was trying to show up. I so showed them niggas. I, I had to go right after him. I showed <laughs> You see that right there? Somebody just got their ass knocked the fuck out. That's how I handle niggas in the club. When the last time you been in a fight with a nigga and he hit you with a motherfucking ridge hand in your motherfucking throat? Just, yeah, nigga, I beat your motherfucking... Nigga, that alone is going to stop niggas from playing with me. You, oh, you want Coco? That what you want? Push! Bitch, lay down. So I had to go do mine. We get done. We have to say this whole thing. I'm really feeling like a butthole. I'm, I, I really felt like an asshole, bro. You just got to commit to doing the shit, man. Once you do it. I mean, it- I was like, okay, cool. You know, I was doing it. I was like, all right, Billy, this is, Billy's really into this. I'm like, I'm going to do it. But. 
I mean, like I know you're a real fighter, dog. I know you know how to get no, out there. No, I, I didn't care about that. I was just like, dude, I'm in a class full of kids. Yeah, I know. I feel you. You didn't, you didn't have a lot of fucking fights, dog. I mean, people don't unsuspectingly not know how many fights you didn't have. What's the, like, when it comes to fighting, what's the most random, weird fight you didn't really had that was just fucking random? Like a random or like, what's the, like, the longest fight that just seemed like, like a long, some long fights is when you start realizing, oh, I can fight, or I'm like, all right, man, fuck. Man. Okay. Probably the most random, long fight I had, because I was, I didn't fight. I didn't have to fight. I didn't. I didn't have a lot of enemies in like elementary school, high school, and if I did, I had so many friends. They'd be like, "No, you gotta go through us to get hurt." Like those type of friends. So I didn't really never have to fight. But at home or with my cousins, you know, we would rumble and tussle, whatever you want. Fucking rumble and tussle, <laughs> South Side Chicago. Out there dragging each other, talking about no, we just tussling. <laughs> so anyway, so it was literally, yo. I think this was my actual twenty first birthday, like my actual twenty first birthday, because I was working. I was here in Jacksonville, but I was working a nine to five, and I had enough money so I could go out and do whatever I wanted to. And we went out to the club. The piece of crap that I was dating at the time had a studio off of um, Beach. No, it wasn't off of Beach. It was off of uh, St. John's Bluff. We're going to need that name. People ask about that. It's the same said person who was going, we need that name. With the th- Slim. No, not Slim. Slim. Jameis. Oh, okay, alright, there we go. We, we, we'll deal with Jameis that. Jameis Sanders. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> so I ended up going back to the studio because I'll go to the studio. We kind of like crash in there. And then my job was literally like right down the street so I could get dressed and go to work, whatever. So I go over there and I fall asleep. Like we're literally in the booth. Like the mic's here, whatever. And we literally, like, I fall asleep. And I wake up, this thing's gone. I was like, now he's a, he's a, you know, in the streets or whatever. So I was like, well, maybe he had to make a run, but why wouldn't he say nothing? Well, okay, that's weird. So I was just kind of up like, all right, that's weird. Then I laid back down. Then all of a sudden I hear, do, 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 on the front door. Now this is like a garage, like it's like a garage space. It's like you could rent, like it's like um, garages, but they, people have businesses out of them. So okay, you raise yeah, yeah. it. And then, you know, you have your business. So they had theirs turned into a studio. There's like a car shop down, you know, down the way, whatever. So, but there's a door, an actual door. And they had full locks on it. And they had security cameras. Because, you know, the business that they're in is, you know, they had security cameras and all that kind of stuff. So I look on security cameras and I'm like, who is that? Now his partner, Beam, he just pulled off. And, oh, that's crazy. Okay. So, Beam just pulls off. He's in the car with a chick. And it's crazy because this chick that I didn't even know who she was at the time. Didn't know her. Didn't have a friendship with her. We became friends later. And we talked about this incident. And we're like, yo. And that's how we became best friends. (laughs) So, anyway, he rides off with a chick in his car, clearly. They ride off. And then 
I proceed to fall asleep, whatever. I wake up, Slim's gone. I'm looking at, I'm like, why is this chick beating at the door? So I'm like, okay. She go, I see her walk back to her car. Mm-hmm. I see her come back. I see her walk back to her car. I see her come back. She starts banging again, banging again, banging again. I'm like, I'm trying to get to sleep. I got to be at work at 7.30 a.m. It's like 3, 4 a.m. Mm. Okay. And she's steady coming back. Banging on the door. She's so I looking him. for. Well, yeah. So anyway, so I try to call him. He's not answering the phone. Put the phone down. I go and I yell at the door like, hey, who are you looking for? I'm looking for Bean. I'm, I'm looking for Bean. Where he at? Where Kobe at? Where, where Bean at? He's not here. Well, let me in. Let me in. I'm looking for him. He's not here. All right. Well, I, look. Hey, let, just let me in. I walk back to my phone. I'm trying to call him. Like, look, this train. She's banging, 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 banging. Boom, 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 boom. Like, kicking. I'm looking at her on the security screen. I'm like, okay. Clearly, this nigga just drove off with another chick. What do I do? Okay. Maybe I should calm her down. That's not, that's what you do when you're 21. That's not what you do when you're 30 something. You let that. So no, but here's here's what I did. Cause she was like, open the door, open the door. Like I'm not playing. I said I'm gonna crack the door open. So I cracked the door. I was like, look, he's not here for real. Like I'm here. Poof! She kicks the door open, runs back in. She checks the whole studio. I'm like, oh lord, why did I do that? But I was still half drunk. It was my 21st birthday. I just woke up out of a sleep, a deep sleep. I'm just I'm still trying to put stuff together. I'm like, okay, whoa, okay, booming on the door. But she checks the whole studio, comes back, she's like, Where he at? I'm like, now I know he pulled off with another chick, but I'm not gonna tell on him. So I'm just like, look, I don't know. Beam is my boyfriend's friend. I don't know anything about that, so I don't know. He he ha- he hasn't been here. Oh, all right. Yeah, see, she sits down. Now, here's the full soundboard right here. She sits down in the chair, the swivel chair, and she starts taking off her. She had like some knee length boots. She starts zip, unzipping them, and she's talking to herself. I see what's happening. I'm going to beat this bitch ass. I'm going to beat her, and I'm going to make her let her know exactly who the I am and ooh I'ma let her know and I'm like is she talking to herself so I'm like okay yeah well you talking to yourself you 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 own one I call again I finally get hey what's up man hey nigga (laughs) (laughs) nigga (laughs) this chick is inside here she's looking for being blah 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 Man, just hold tight, man. Why you even let her in? I, look, she was looking for Beam. I didn't know. All right, I'll be, I'll be in there in like five minutes. Okay, yep, but she's like talking to her. She's talk, taking off her boots, talking about she's going to whoop my ass. Man, I'll be there, man. I'm going to be there. Chill out, man. Chill out. Man. I'll, I'll be there. Click. As soon as I click down, I look up. She's standing over me. She's like, she's like, y'all don't know who I am. She starts swinging. And next thing you know, we squabbing, we're squabbing, we're squabbing. Because I'm having to protect myself. Now, mind you, 
I have not fought for real, for real. Like I play fight my cousins. I play fight my brother or whatever, whatever. We 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 play punch or whatever. Like hey, hit my head. See how I'm like okay, okay. But I've never just fought, fought. Me and Shanette done have fights, but it's club fights. So you fight for a few seconds, security pulls you off, and then you're done. We're locked in the studio. <laughs> Y'all in a cage match. Y'all in a hood cage match. With nobody there to break that shit up. There's nobody to break this up. This is not no school fight. You have school security. You have, it's a street and people are, hey, hey. No, we're by ourselves. <laughs> Y'all in a cage. A two-man cage match. That's right. It's going down. It's the cage match of a lifetime. Right in Jacksonville. Y'all on some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Some bull. No, some bull. Some bull. Because, like, when I tell you, I was, like, I was having fun that night. And I'm, like, real, in my head, I'm, like, really? I got to fight this? Who are you? I don't even know you. And I don't even know your, like, your man is my man's friend. Like, I'm not the, like, what are you, what, what's going on right now? She's fighting me. So, we're fighting. We're, we're, we're going back together. It's to the point where we're getting out of breath. We t- we're standing back for a second. And we go back in. And then finally we end up on the ground. Because I had a, I had a, um, a, what you call it? A, a Headscarf? No, no, no. Do-rag? It was a um, quick weave. So I had a quick weave on, but it was like I had my real hair in the front. And girls don't know what I'm talking about. Real hair in the front. But I had a stocking cap and it had weave glued to it, so it's quick weave, whatever. You know, something quick. Okay. So she had braids in. So she's grabbing my hair and I'm trying to grab her. Her she all she has is like some big thick braids and I can't grab nothing. It's not gonna do nothing. But we're trying to like basically she we're trying to get control so we can. Feel you. It yeah. So she got more control because my stuff is tearing out. Like my hair is like. I'm feeling it. Her braids are locked in. She's just like, you know. She was prepared to fight somebody else tonight. <laughs> so anyway. She was prepared to fuck or fight tonight. So. Right. So anyway. We get to the point where we're on the ground. The, 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 the back in the day me where I wrestle my brother kicks in. I'm like, I'm on the ground. And she's trying to get some swings and I'm, I'm blocking them. I'm like. I take my legs, I wrap them around her shoulders, and I flip the ass on over. Flipped her over, and yeah, yeah, and not not even a second later, finally, Slim comes through the door. He sees what's going on. Oh, sh-. like I don't know if he didn't believe me. He saw. He was like, oh, so I'm. I sound like Soldier Boy. Bow. She sound like, <laughs> <laughs> but I really am like, you know, I'm, I'm on top of her now. She was on top of me, and I put my feet behind her because I'm like, man, I used to get my brother off me, and my brother is bigger than me, so I can definitely get her off me. So I do that. He comes in, he takes her, and has her like kind of like pent up, like, hey man, you tripping, my, you know, just whatever he's saying. And I'm still mad, so I'm. And the answer to that and much more when we come back on this episode of Did You Miss Me Podcast. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. I want y'all to send the cut and just amen that thing. Amen. Go ready ahead. Whenever you're ready for me to cut that thing, I'm ready for it. This is to the people. Patreon subscribers. We've been watching y'all. Y'all been watching us. We've been making moves for y'all. You know why? Because we won't give y'all exclusive shit. Because y'all deserve it. Why? Because y'all are investing in us. Let me tell you what we got, Patreon. Uncut. 
unadulterated stories that'll never, ever, ever hit the airwaves. Just y'all ears and eyes will be able to view it. So guess what, people? $20 subscribers. We thank y'all. $2 subscribers. Come on now. Come on. You got to come on now. I know you're getting money now. You know how I know? Because we're motivating you motherfuckers to get the money. So come on, people. Drop that bread off on us. Damn food is in this bitch. He dropped, he's sprinkling tidbits of motherfucking unadulterated juice in you bitches like, what y'all doing? $2 subscribers, come on now, step that bitch up. $20 subscribers, man, what's in tune for y'all? I wish I could, I want to tell you right now. But you can't. I, I can't, can't, you can't. I can't tell you. They got to see it. They, they thought I was dead, bitch. I'm still here. Don't tell them. See, that's another goddamn story. Subscribe. Dead man, dead man walking. Ask for that story. Dead nigga. For all y'all that's been asking, there he is. He's still around. He's David Ruffin has not left the group. He Wait, is no still in the buildings. Go and subscribe right now. Stop everything right now. Stop what the hell you doing and subscribe. 96 Bulls said so. Take it in, bitches. So at this point, your nigga comes in and he see you fighting. I know it's got to be some type of... So y'all, he breaking the fight up and what's happening? It was relief because we had been... It felt like an eternity. That was an ambition. I locked. was out of breath. Locked in. I'm like, I'm like, you know, we're throwing punches, but at the same time, we're, because we've been fighting for mad long. So anyway, he has her pent up, and I'm still pissed off, so I just go off, and I just fire on her while she's pent up. I fire on her while she's pent up, and I didn't even feel bad about it, because I was like, man, this is kind of a sucker move right now. But I was like, Taysom, man, it's a win is a win. It's a win in the streets. I was like, whatever. Ain't no WBC out here, so bitch. He's holding is her somebody head. holding you back? You get if you if you ever get to your opponent like this, you better get them fucking punches I in. I fired off, so they find they're in the back because there's also a door to like this back section. They're in the back talking about whatever and being or you know whatever the heck she's mad about. I go back in the front. I see her purse. Grab it. Now she, what I didn't know, she has a purse full of ones. She was a stripper. Purse full of ones, right? So I grabbed the I grabbed the I grabbed the ones and I'm like, man, I'm not even that type of person. So I I I put them back and I I set her purse to the side. Cause even though she did that messed up stuff to me, I was like, you know, I'm really not a messed up person. I'm not gonna steal from you. I'm not gonna really mess up your life and just take your purse or take your but I did I did see her little phone and I was like, I will take your phone. I took her phone outside and I chucked it across into the wilderness because there's a big forest. I chucked that phone into the wilderness. I was like, that's as far what as... What year I was this? 2000... 2000... Let's see. Had to be like 2007. Phone's still out there. Heavy-ass Nokia phone probably. Still phone out there. Yes, yeah. It probably still got battery life. <laughs> Heavy-ass phone. Fucking phone is a weapon. It that bitch looked like a, a police radio. Definitely. So, I threw it. I went back, and they have it to where you can you can go out, but you can't go in. It's automatically locked. So now I'm banging on the door. Hey, Slim, let me back in. He he comes out. He's pissed at me. Like, man, why are you fighting? Why are you doing the blah, blah, blah? I'm like, what? He's I'm like, how are you mad at me? So we cut into it like a verbal debate or whatever. She is still inside kind of wandering around I now I'm peeping like she's messed up she has a, a plastic cup she's a stripper she just got off work so she's messed up and she's like like her eyes are like going like this 
So I'm like, she must be on something because there's no way you can just be drunk. It was just a lot of stuff going on. Anyway. You never know life is tripping. Them bitches been partying since 7 o'clock. Yeah. So I was like, there's a lot of stuff going on. You, you're, you're, you know, so. Why he ain't throw this bitch out already? Well. Well. That's the, I don't know. Maybe he was getting somebody over there too. Maybe. Or maybe. I don't know. Because at the point. Because I was mad at him. Like, you let this happen. You let you left. It, whatever. 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 Because we talked about it later. That's what it was. We talked about it later. Because I was mad. It was like, why you have her side and not mine? Because I was pissed. Anyway. So. Shit gets deeper. Yeah. So. Go back inside. Come back out. I'm pissed. I take my keys. And I'm going to my car. And I'm like, you know what? Forget this nigga too. I go and key the. I do a Picasso on the side of his car, cause he pissed me off that much, cause he didn't have my back, and he was mad at me for fighting the girl that came in and fought me. So I go in my car. I sit in my car. Ask me whose car never been keyed. Not mine. <laughs> my car ain't never been keyed. You know why? Cause, cause we both paying for it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> She would key our shit with your dumb ass. No. <laughs> Doughboys getting their car keyed up. Goddamn, bro. He could afford it. He could. He could very. He could. Wish you would have keyed my goddamn car. He could afford it. He buying seven hundred dollar watches at that time. He could afford it. So anyway, so I go outside, and I get in my car. Matter of fact, the Grand Prix. <laughs> goddamn Pontiac. That Pontiac. Pontiac got us all the way from. All the way from. <laughs> Houston to LA. to LA so I get in my because it was brand new at the time and I see him come out and he has a brick in his hand and he throws it straight into my windshield so I'm literally I'm pulling off and so I get out the police come they're questioning everybody they're over there getting questioned together I'm over here by myself like really like now, mind you, my hair is off because she done grabbed it off. So I just got four cornrows. My makeup is smeared. I've been partying, but I went to sleep because it was my 21st birthday. And so the police are questioning me, like, what happened, ma'am? She, she's crazy. And she just came in. And they're looking at me like, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, <laughs> they're looking at you like, what the fuck y'all got going over here? Right. So they're looking at me like, I'm crazy. And I was pissed off because I was like, really? And that's how that's how it how happens. How did it get flipped on me? I was so pissed off. But anyway, so that happened, and then I saw, I saw her later. But I talked to him about it, and I was like, "What happened?" He was like, "Man," because I was going off on him. And he was like, "He's like, honestly, I just didn't know what was going on." And it was, he was like, it was some story he had. And then I talked to her. I saw her randomly, and she was like. I want to apologize for that night. I was like, this bitch. She apologized <laughs> that night because that nigga told her to apologize that night. Nigga told like, yeah, you done fucked up and fucked my old lady and shit to fuck my bitch. Now you gonna fuck my shit up. Dude. So, then, so she apologized. She's like, I want to apologize. She was like, you know, see, that wasn't for you. That don't she, even make She kept sense. telling me, she's like, that wasn't for she you. She knew it wasn't for you that night. So why the fuck she Because she was messed up. I'm, t- I'm telling you, the girl's on drugs and drunk. And she was like, that wasn't for you. That was for somebody else. And I was just Don't mad. for that dick that she knew you was getting and she wanted. 
She probably was getting ass. No, tossed. it was for it was for Beam because here here goes a crazy thing because the girl that Beam had rode off with in the beginning, me and my friends randomly we would get together and go to like different places and get wine and cheese or you know, whatever girl nice girl stuff. She was there, Dianya, and so. She's a, she's a girl from the first T-Pain video. The oh. I'm Sprung, the oh, dark yeah. skin girl. Okay. So we all went, and we were talking, and she's like, yeah, girl. And I was like, man. And we're all like, niggas. Yeah, niggas. You know, we just, man, they ain't shit. You know, you know. Let's call it an AAR. Let's call it an after-action review. So, uh, they do that in the military. We do it over here at 323. We definitely uh, do an AAR. That's when you get the wrap-up of what the fuck happened after a crazy situation especially with the opposite sex we do that uh so yeah that's what y'all had y'all had an after action review she A-A-R. Did. and so we got to talking and comparing notes and shit well not even it just randomly came about she was like yeah i had to leave my dude alone because you know he had a studio off st john's bluff and i'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like yeah and you know and blah blah, blah. and she's telling me the story and i'm like Dude. what's his name it was getting somebody over there to y'all ass. Beam. And I was like, oh, I was like, my nigga's slim. And she's like, you're you're her? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, she was like, See, well. let me stop you mm-hmm. right here because I'm going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How close were them two guys? Like, bro, they, they were in a rap group together. Best friends, dope boys together. Stop. Like, they, yeah, they were the same person. How the fuck y'all ain't never seen each other before? Because they're dope boys. They don't. No, no, no. no. See, no, no, no. Here, here's the thing. Back in that day, I wasn't even around that much because I had a full time job. I was in school. I was doing the most trying to get my stuff together. I had apartment, car, bills. I had to pay for. I wasn't just hanging around. And even then, when we did hang around, it was at random moments of the time. And then Beam was the bachelor of the two. Oh, okay. Supposedly. Okay, I see. What, I see he what was the bachelor of the two. So, so he, he would have people in and out. Okay, he had a rotation going. He had a rotation. But yeah. So it was like. She I was, thought she was high up on a totem pole than she actually was. Most definitely, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, now we go. All right. right. Now it right. all makes sense. It wasn't sense. just like two loyal niggas like, hey, we got girlfriends. No, it was like me and, and Slim and then Beam trying to find his, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Jacksonville's an interesting place trying to look for love with that type of shit. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. It sucks. Yeah. It's too bad. It's unfortunate for you. If you're in Jacksonville and you need somebody to get over there to you, give us a call. 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely will. You know I'll get somebody over there to you. And if I can't get over there to you, I know somebody who will. Call delay or damn fool and they will get over there to you and if we cannot we have an entire magistrate of the junior deacons who can get over there to you just hold tight with butter and biscuits and we're getting ready for the prayer breakfast god damn it that's what we're doing man courtney like god damn that's a lot it was that crazy is a lot. i'm telling you i went through a lot and it was crazy but me and her are still best friends to this day i mean shout out to all the women out here just down with dope boys that's out there making them rides what the longest you done ever go to drop some work off Mm, all the way to Houston. So y'all made that trip to Houston to pick up. No, that wasn't me and him. I, this was totally separate. No one knew about this. This was totally separate. 
Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I got hired as a driver. I needed money. I was a college student. I needed money. Wait, wait, wait. What? Now, hold on. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, so... So you didn't go with nobody. You went and dropped... No, I went with two other people. But you was the no, driver. No, three other people. I was the driver. I, I, I got paid as a driver, but we were pulling... We were taking stuff from here. Actually, no, we were going to Houston to get it and then drive back to bring it. Nigga, you running dope? All right. I was just the driver. Yeah, nigga, the drivers get time too. The drivers get the most time. Oh, well, you know this. You know what? You find out something new about your wife every goddamn day. I thought I knew everything, and I did not know my wife was smuggling goddamn keys across the country. Goddamn it, UGK. It wasn't keys. It was pills. It was worse. (laughs) Fucking worse. Them individual cases, every pill. Oh, um, I never knew it. I'm proud of you. I want to shake your hand. You just got much cooler. I'm glad what? I married you. I thought I knew all I needed to know about you. God damn it. I, I thought didn't you know. knew that, though. I didn't know shit about you running pills across country. No, I did not. That's some shit you keep up there. It's like abortions. Uh, my wife is a drug dealer. Had a past life selling, sm- running drugs. Fuck, these people been selling drugs 15 years. Ain't never drove some shit across country. That's a certain caliber of person. That's a federal crime, nigga. That's across state lines. I had no fears and I needed money. I didn't care. <laughs> wow. So just like ecstasy pills and hydrocodones and shit. It was mostly X, but they wouldn't tell me. So I, I sit in the hotel room while they did their deal. And then when they were done, we got back in the car and then I drove back. <laughs> Poor child running dope Don't even know what she's selling Probably got all type of shit in the goddamn car I don't know but whatever they made I... You made your money Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that Definitely ain't nothing wrong with that I mean it's, it's a lot wrong but it was It was, it was desperate I didn't feel, I don't feel like it was a lot of wrong It's just I just a, a lot of didn't know That's dope though I'm glad, I'm glad I know now That's dope For you at home Imagine my surprise, nigga. This is this is dope shit. I, now you know what I, what's 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 getting me is it's like people will see you and not suspect this shit. Exactly. That's why I was hired. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, this nigga here. Where are you going today, ma'am? Oh, just Houston, just for a family trip. <laughs> this nigga here. Till she lit, and then I'm in the car with the goddamn police, and then. And then I'm going to fucking jail. Well, that was a lot. No. Let me tell you about that. We out. We go out. I got a show in Chicago the next day. We go out. We literally in L.A. on our street in Koreatown. We like right off of 2nd Street. Right between 2nd and Normandy. Not too far from where the Dunes Apartments is. That's Issa Rae always talking about. So we over near K-Town. And uh, I could see our apartment complex. We went out. We had a couple drinks. Wife lit. Wife lit like a motherfucker. I'm. It's all type of three two three is gonna happen when we get to the house. I can see the house. So, cop get behind us, pull us over. Of course, who ain't got no license? Me. I ain't got no license. Who ain't got no uh, registration? Me. I ain't got no registration. <laughs> I ain't got shit. I'm all the way out of there. He pulls me over. He's like, uh, well, you got your license, registration. I'm like. Uh yeah well sir actually I'm right here Start at the house 
I'm trying to keep talking. I'm keeping talking. I'm, I'm doing the fake look. I'm doing all this shit. I got it all planned out. I'm the house right there, and I'm going to tell her that, uh, you know, my wife is pregnant. That's my plan, that you're pregnant, even though she wasn't pregnant at the time. She's pregnant at this time so that I can get yeah, home this up. in my brain. That's what I'm thinking, how I'm going to do this. But we'll never get that far. You know why? We won't get that far because somebody's <laughs> fucking lit. The man's talking. Yes, sir. So if you can just get your, hey, hey, why is she recording? I look over. Courtney got the phone out. She recording. Yeah, I'm recording. Yeah, I'm fucking recording. I did not even say that. You was lit. You was going off, Courtney. No, here's what happened. As soon as we got pulled over, the black cop comes to the window. He says, license registration. And Billy's like, oh, man, you know I ain't got no license on me. He turns around to his white police officers and he's like, woohoo, we got, we got us one, boys. And I was like, who even says that, first of all? Do you remember him yelling that? Yeah, does he doubt? But see, I knew he was, he wasn't, that's what it sounded like to you. But he was really trying in his mind, like, when he said that, he was like, whoo, he ain't got no license. Like, we ain't have us one, boys. I didn't trip because I knew he was on some bullshit because I could see the dude in rear view. He, he was, was laughing. on some BS. Woohoo! We got us one, boys. And I was like, oh, camera. Because that was Trayvon Martin and the air. That was that whole time. That was so I wasn't right tripping, around it. But I wasn't so tripping. I took my camera and I put it right here. And I was just like this. I wasn't messing with nobody. I wasn't talking mess. I wasn't doing that at so all. So he's trying to tell me because now, now, mind you, the black dude goes back and it's a, it's a like Asian Mexican dude that comes back to the car. Not a black dude that talks the whole time. I don't know if you remember this because you was, you was fucked up. No, I remember that. He came to my window. Yeah. Now, on on, on my side, dude's like, hey, man, look, you, you got a suspended license. You, you, you got no registration. I want to get you out of here, but she's got to stop recording. And then they start having an exchange of words. And then I'm just like, But hey, see, man. that's how the shootings happen. That's like, Why do I have to stop recording? That was my thing. I was like, why do why they, why they are they pressing that so much? Why do I have to stop recording for them to proceed? I understand. And I felt you on that. I felt you. But I also felt the fact I needed to get to that show and make that money and get the fuck out of there. I'm not finna argue with the police. I have not had my ass whooped by the police. I, com- I comply. I comply. I comply. Now... I'm in a driver's seat, so I'm in my head. I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Chill. You know what I'm saying? Let me, just, let me talk. Cause I'm going to talk and get out of this. Or we going to get the fuck out of here. But it didn't happen that way. He's like, look, man, I want to let you go. But she's got to cut it off. I'm not going to cut it off. Okay, I'll cut it off. She says she's going to cut it off. Dude walks off, comes back. She's still recording. Hey, Trayvon man, Martin, she's still recording. Sandra Bland. Get out the car. I'm still recording. They did. And I'm in fucking jail. Uh, yeah, cause they dead, and that you would have been dead if it, you had to keep the camera rolling. Why? Why were they? So I'm mad at you. I'm not, not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I'm just telling you exactly what what the fuck happened right. that night specifically. And mind you, the video of that night mysteriously got deleted. Somebody saw it after she went off on the people in the car when you went off on them. It vanished. Never got a chance to see that. Remember, you, you, you forgot about that, how you was recording from that night going off with your exchange with the people. I said, well, let me see the video so we can go do it together. Yeah, I didn't want to see that no more. I just went on and deleted it. No, that was after you were already handcuffed and they were going to take you to jail. And, and I was the, like, F the police. Oh, not just F that. 
She went off. She went full. Oh, I called him Uncle Tom. I did. She went off on them folk. Now, mind yeah. you, I'm in the back like, bitch, if you want to protect me, I'm. what you going to do now? I'm over here in the back of the car. Yeah, they were talking so much mess with me on the, side, on the sidewalk. They were, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know what? And I went to the, the I, I pointed at the black dude, you Uncle Tom. I'm, probably, I'm down the street from my house, so I don't care no more. Yeah. Billy going to go to jail no matter what. <laughs> I'm going to jail. At this no point, matter. I'm going to speak my piece. You Uncle Tom, mother, you, you ain't, you this, you that, you that. So let me tell you what the black I'm dude says on. when I'm in the car. We on the way to the police station. Now they riding. Hey, man, look, I don't want to be the guy to do that. But, you know, I guess your wife really rides for you. I said, yeah. And I just look out the window. I ain't saying shit. Other dude, now he's like, look, man, I didn't even want to take you in, man. And I, I say, hey, man, fellas, if you don't mind, I got a lot to figure out tomorrow. I'm missing a show. You got a show? I do comedy, man. Now I'm about to miss my show because I'm going to jail for a suspended license. And so I just look out the window. Now they talking. Oh, man, I didn't even know, man. Dude's like, oh, man, you on a show. And I was like, man, fuck y'all. In my head, I'm just going to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to get in and get the fuck out of this jail. Get processed in. Go through this shit. No, I'm going to get banged on because we're in L.A. In L.A. jails, it's, it's like going to fucking prison for, for 36 mm-hmm. hours. So I'm in my head preparing for this shit. Preparing for what the fuck finna happen. I'm like, man, fuck all this. I get to jail, get processed in. Sit in there. I, I get to the phone. I finally get to make a phone call. Call to my manager and my agent. I ain't gonna make this show in Chicago. That first night I missed all of that money. So then I had to change my flight. Get a new flight. Get out of jail. I get out of jail because, of course, baby bond, gets me bonded out. And uh, I get back to the crib. I'm leaving. Like I'm frustrated as fuck. I'm hot. Like I gotta get to the airport. So I get an Uber to the airport. Get to the airport, going through security. Security on the other side. Right after I get through TSA, grabbing my bags, pissed off. Here's a voice says, "Well, man, looks like you still made your show." Look back. Same police officer that was sitting there with that lady getting cussed out by Courtney. Same Uncle Tom ass nigga. And he looked me dead in my eyes and said, Did you miss me? God damn. Took him around the world. I'm Billy Sorrells. I'm Coco Sorrells. And you've been watching the Best Storytelling Podcast. Shout out to our boy D-Lay Damn Fool. That's right. We will. 96 Bulls will be all back together again. More to come next time on the Did You Miss Me Podcast. We'll see you next time. You know, because I, I would rather get robbed than stolen from any day. It's a difference. People don't realize that. A thief, I can't stand a thief. I had my wallet stolen. Yeah, yeah my homeboy know. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on tour with Snoop. Somebody came into our dressing room, stole my wallet. Now, I'm mad. Because now I, I don't know who the fuck stole my wallet. When you get robbed, you know exactly who stole your wallet. The nigga with the gun. <laughs> wallet is gone. The nigga with the gun took it. I'm good. I can live. The, the, when you get your shit stole, you don't know who the fuck it be. It could be the hairdresser, could be the makeup artist, could be the security, could be somebody right next to you, could be the person to help you look for it. That's what I started realizing. Niggas would steal some shit and help you look. Where, where'd you have it at? It was over here? Shit, let's look under here. You sneaky son of a bitch. It's a special place in hell for you. Rob me, you know what I'm saying?